Sokala Duma Radio. Another week, another transfer rep. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Stand by for an action-packed episode where we'll bring you the following. The biggest transfer news and insights happening right now in the world of football. We'll also talk about the World Cup final clash between Croatia and France. And finally, we'll give you a glimpse of the headline-making news in the world of football right now and some exclusives from the latest Sokoladuma newspaper. Enjoy the show. Well, every Wednesday for only 3 rand 90 cents, you can get yourself a copy of the Sokola Duma newspaper for all the latest football stories and exclusive interviews with players. Here is what was covered on this week's newspaper. Is VAR good or bad for football? Does it waste time? Does the system favor European powerhouses over smaller nations? This topic is explored on the editor's column where the writer says, Viva VAR! And Tabontete has been recently signed by Chipa United from League Champions Mamelodi Sundowns. Mr. Cool chats to our journalist Celine Abrams about his move and his stay in Pretoria. Former Bafana Bafana left back Tsepo Masilila is in the hunt for a new club after a suspe- successful spell at Kaiser Chiefs. Shaista Keda spoke to the player about his illustrious career and what his next move will be. There's the usual Sia Koposa stories which are always interesting. Plus, Lunga Adams continue his chat with Pirates legend Andres Sibula. Catch all that and much more value for your money on the latest edition of Sokoladuma, the newspaper. We're now joined on the line by Sokala Duma's international editor, David Capel, who's been th- with us throughout this World Cup uh, journey. And we've now come to the final, to the end of the World Cup journey. Thank you very much for joining us, Dave. Um, Croatia versus uh, France in the final. Were you surprised by the teams th- that made it through to the final? Um, look, semi-finals, uh, I think... I was too surprised and I had hoped that Belgium was going to have enough to beat France um, because I enjoyed their style of play more than I enjoyed the, the French style. Um, but France have been very clinical throughout the tournament. I think they have the best team on paper, um, but they didn't really bring that sort of um, quality on the pitch. They just did enough in every game to you know, win their games. Um, but um, now again on paper, they are they are the favourites for me. In the other semi-final, I was hoping that Croatia would beat um, England because I think, um, again, they have um, a better team than England. Um, England surprised sort of through the, throughout the tournament. Um, no one expected them to go this far, you know, this young and inexperienced side. And I think it came to show in the semi-final against Croatia that they are still a young side. Um, they didn't have a lot of players that reached latter stages of a tournament so far. Um, not a lot of them have played in the latter stages of the Champions League. And yeah, Croatia, you just can't you know, knock them down. Um, they have come thrice now uh, in the knockout stages from behind. They had to go through three um, extra times. But yeah, they're in the final and it's going to be a great game. Mm. And there is suggestion that uh, we don't, whoever is going to be the winner in this World Cup will not necessarily be the best team in the world in terms of the style of play, in terms of the strength of personnel. Do you share that um, opinion as well? 
Um, you see, this debate is sort of two-sided. Um, there are teams in world football that many of us would have thought have stronger squads than definitely Croatia. Um, France, for me, they are one of the top four international sides in football right now. Um, but I mean, if you get to a World Cup final, you are arguably one of the two best teams in the side in the world because um, you don't get there by chance. I mean, we have seen it with Germany. They were knocked out in the group stages. We've seen it with Spain. Um, they had a brilliant squad, but they just couldn't bring it onto the pitch. Um, Brazil as well. Um, they were the favourites for, for many, many um, football pundits, but when it mattered, um, they couldn't get the results they needed. So these two are not are there based on merit. They are not there based uh, based on fluke, and um, that's why I think whoever wins it can deservedly call themselves world champions for the next four years. Mm. And th th you mentioned the fact that Croatia have come from behind. And, uh, well, there is, uh, you know, I think it's logical to suggest that it, it will count against them because they've come, they've gone through three back-to-back -back extra times. Now they're playing against a French team that is a little bit fresher than them. Uh, how will that play out? How will that affect them? Uh, because it did affect them at the beginning of the first half against England in the semi-final. Um, yeah, from a fatigue point of view, I think uh, it could play a role. Because um, looking at it, basically Croatia played one game more than France because they went thrice in extra time. Of, of extra time. Um, but I think we have seen it against England. You know, uh, they had 30 more minutes in their legs against England because they uh, went twice in extra time and England went once in extra time. And but you just, you know, they just don't stop running. You know, it's this mentality that keeps them going. Um, that has seen them win the three games going into the final. And I think it's this mentality that they will hope to build on in the final as well. You know, um, Even though their legs are going to be tired, um, there might be some cramps. Um, we've seen some late injury uh, substitutions for the creation side. But even the players that come, came in, you know, there was almost no uh, difference in quality. And they made it through. And they will obviously try to ride on this wave because it's their first ever World Cup final. They're one of the smallest um, sides in the world. Mm. And now, in terms of the final, uh, before we let you go, Dave, uh, let's then speak to that. What will win it for France and what will win it for Croatia? And who would you pick as a potential winner? Um, like I said, on paper, for me, everything speaks for France because um, they have more quality in their squad. Um, they've learned throughout the tournament how to grind out results. Um, Croatia has actually never beaten France before. Um, they've played five times. Uh, France has won three of those games and two have ended up in a draw. Um, they have some really, really standout players. You know, if you look at Kylian Mbappé, he had a great tournament. Griezmann um, didn't look as good on the eye, but um, he always popped up when France needed him in midfield in Golokante. For me, is one of the players that should be in contention for the for the team of the, uh, for the for the golden ball for the player of the tournament. Um, so on paper, I think a lot of things speak for France. But um, as I've mentioned before, Croatia for me, this mentality that they have shown throughout the tournament, particularly in the knockout stages, you know, it reminds me a bit of um, Portugal's run in the Euros. 
when they um, came through the knockout stages without winning a game in the group stages France yeah. in the final in extra time um, I see you know on paper like I said a lot of things speak for France but the mentality aspect is huge going into the game um, Luka Modric also he has been outstanding throughout the tournament um, he will also be up there for the for the player of the tournament um, I think if France find a way to keep him quiet then they are the favorites for me. Um, if Modric comes up with another great performance as we've seen against um, England and the game before, um, then I think Croatia could even go further and upset France in this final. Mm, all right, David, thank you very much for giving us your opinions and your thoughts and your analysis throughout the World Cup. I certainly appreciated it. And we wish both teams the best of luck going forward. Uh, who knows, we might say that Croatia are the world champions. That will sound strange when you actually mention it in the broader scope of what football is about and the big teams. But we wish them the best of luck. Thank you very much for your time, Dave. No, it's always a pleasure chatting you. I just want to mention one more thing. Um, you know, you say it sounds strange and it does because uh, Croatia only came through the qualifications rounds. You know, they finished um, second behind Iceland in their World Cup qualification groups. They had to go to a playoff. Um, but who knows, you know, if they win the title in the end, then they definitely deserve it. Well, as the saying goes, sometimes a week in football is a very long time. So here are some of the stories that made headlines this week in the world of football. The Tendai Indoro saga is set to rumble on and has the potential to affect the start of the league. Ajax recently won their appeal against advocate William Mukari's award of docking points from the Urban Warriors due to the ineligible fielding of Undoro. Subsequently, the league has confirmed that they will be appealing the latest ruling with the chairman since revealing that the steps are, are set to, to be taken to, to appeal the ruling and that they will take it as far as FIFA if they don't succeed in the courts. The league also confirmed that the ABSA Premiership will go ahead as scheduled and will not be affected by the ruling. Another story that appears to have reached a fairy tale ending is the Persitao transfer saga. Mamelodi Sundowns have issued a statement regarding Persitao and his move away from the club. Tao was absent from pre-season training with Sundowns with strong indications that the player and his camp were trying to force a move away from the club. The, Bra the Brazilians have since confirmed that Tao and his agent have apologized to the club with Sundowns now able to continue negotiations with Brighton and the 24-year-old will return to training in the meantime. And finally, Plumfontein Celtics players are back in training after going on strike recently with Steve Compeller now getting a chance to properly work with his new players. There was an issue at the club with finances and some of the players were not being paid and out of solidarity for their teammates, the whole team opted to stay away from training. Reports from the sources close to the club now suggest that the players are back in training after intervention from the players' unions. Those were some of the stories that made headlines in the world of football. For more of them, check out www Hey guys, I'm Grasha Michael Simpson. I'm the web sub editor here at Sakaladuma, and with me in studio are Sakaladuma journalists. We have our in house experts, Lerato Mkondo and Selena Abrams, and we'll be giving you a roundup of all the transfer news of the week. Now, guys, if we start with the whole Percy Tau to Brighton, so much has happened since the news broke that there was a possibility that Brighton and Hove English Premier League club, Brighton and Hove Albion, were interested in Percy Tau. Um, there's been developments, he didn't show up for training, 
Um, now, he's, now he and his agent have come forward and apologized for being AWOL. Um, it seems Brighton's really keen on the move, but we still have the work permit issue. Yeah, it is a bit of a situation, you know, we got Percy Dowell and it obviously seems like it's going to happen and it's going to go to Brighton. But yeah, it's a situation, as you said, it's a work permit that he has to uh, go, to get. And in England, it's going to be, it's, it looks like it's going to be quite a, you know, situation to get that permit. And if he does, the, the move uh, to Brighton does happen, then he's going to end up maybe being loaned out to another club in Europe. So it's quite a situation uh, for him to, to be in. But uh, again, people look at it and they think, okay, now, is, uh, should he take this move? Because uh, he's going to be loaned out anyway. But I think he w- really does want to go, whether he gets loaned out or not. So it's, I don't know, maybe yeah. it's, it's really up to him and his agents and what's going to happen with them. I actually agree with you. Lerato now, on that on that point, what Celine said now is that there could be a possibility of input being put on loan. Um, a likely destination could be the second a second division club in Belgium, which apparently the Brighton owner also owns. Um, do you think that would be the best move for Percy Tau at the moment? Or what What would be his option? Should he take the move, stay, or...? Um, as Celine mentioned, uh, that um, he really wants to go well. He, we don't need much proof other than him scoring error all the past. <laughs> <laughs> the past few are not pitching up for training. And also the work permit thingy, yeah, it is going to be quite tricky for him. For me personally, I think um, he should stay at, at the club, Mamelodi Sundowns, um, for another season. Because yeah. when he moves, what he wants to play for is Brighton. He wants to be in the English Premier League, top flight football. Now, with all these um, issues that might arise along the way, like uh, him being loaned out, and clearly, he, he, obviously, he won't get game time. Um, he won't be able to play at Brighton if that does not get uh, sorted out in time and then he's going to be loaned out and yeah it does open up a lot of yeah, questions too, with regards too. to what is it what would he would it be to take the next step in his career or would it be for money he could be a millionaire within mm. a month yeah. exactly yeah. you know um well anyway that's the guys we'll keep you posted on the latest on that developments it's an ongoing story but if we stay with sundowns we look at Lila Kay, Cape Town City could possibly, you could possibly go to Sundowns. I know Sundowns is in a situation where they're going to try to find replacements for Tau and Kama Billiard. Um Apparently a, a deal has been agreed to in principle, it's now unconfirmed. We broke the story on the website. Um, but what we actually want to look at is this space for Lila Kay at Sundowns. Yeah. Um, Aubryn Gomez already there, George Labisi, Temba Zwani. All of them are of service to the team on the left wing. Would Lila Kay be making a bad move? Would would he be getting would he get game time? That's also a very tricky one. I mean, okay, we look at Lila Kay, he's a very good player, no doubts about that. Yeah. He's been incredible for Cape Town City. And then you look at now going into sundowns and as the players that you mentioned, I mean it's going to be tough for him to, you know, just to make it into that team. But yeah. again, we can't look down on him and say, okay, you know what, bad move. I mean, he has to also challenge himself and maybe going to Sundance will also give him that edge. Yeah. And you look at uh, Sundance, the competition that the competitions that they're going to be playing in, playing both in Africa, playing locally. Correct. So they also need, you know, a big squad. 
So it's also for him, if he's gonna go there, he's gonna really have to pull his socks up. Yeah, agreed. I think the situation is tough because, I mean, come on, all players want to play for the club that has a star on this weather. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's CAF, it's champ, it's continental football. Yes, but is he would he even be a good fit? Let's just say we excluded Ngoma, Labisi and Zwane. Lerato, do you think he'd be a good fit even at Sundowns? Yeah, like Celine mentioned that um he is a good player. So um if we were to exclude those those three, definitely um a fit for Sundowns and he would definitely make his mark. So let's just wait and see what happens. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to keep with player movements at the moment. And um, we know that a couple of weeks ago, the web team, the CR team reported that Ajax Cape Town released Tendan Doro. Now, we know this case has still been ongoing. More Ajax players have also made an exit. Travis Graham has left Tariq Lospers gone. And this week, they confirmed Roscoe Peterson, Justin Jacobus, Sebenisa Gaka and Junaid Said have also left. Now... Just a summary, guys. Ajax was reinstated to 15th position on the EPSA Premiership blog after the judgment was set aside, after the ruling by Advocate Makari was set aside. Um, they were basically docked points, which relegated them, right? Um, another PSL has confirmed that they're going to appeal the decision. So this, this situation is still in limbo. Um, there is the concern that if Ajax are allowed to replay the promotion relegation playoffs, they won't have players left. Mm. That's very true. I mean, you look at they've released a lot of players. All those players that they had on loan are gone back to their teams. They've released own, their own products. You know, yeah. you mentioned Travis Graham, Tariq Losper also gone. It's quite a uh, big situation because now they have a limited squad and they're going to play, if it does happen, play the playoffs. And then let's just say they do get back into the PSL. It gives them such a limited time to try and get players now just to to play the season. Exactly. So now it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a very tough situation to be to be in. And then you know it might have that same effect. You know, where next season we'll find them again in the relegation zone because you know we don't have players. And when they do get those players, like how how long is it going to take for them to gel to get the squad uh, together? Just you know, just to get the good results. It's going to yeah. be quite a tough situation. You know. This whole uh, Tendai and the PSL and IX situation has really, it should have been resolved way before. Yeah. And now that they're doing it only now, it's its actually going to have a big effect on it. Not only IX, I mean, it's the whole league. League, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I was about to say that um, this Ndoro IX Cape Town thing, it needs to end now. Yeah. It's giving us um, head spinning thoughts. Like, we just don't know. Uh, what, what what's happening and also um, like Sadin said it could have been avoided a long time ago now it's all messy uh, even though PSL confirmed yesterday that indeed the league uh, will start um, with the date that it was scheduled yeah. on mm-hmm. on the 4th uh, on, on the 5th but um, nobody wants to take responsibility of what's going True. on everybody True. keep going back and forth it, it just needs to end I think it's honestly. a tough situation because like we we thinking all the time wow way too from here for Ajax mm-hmm. is it any is it PSL? What happens? But there's so many implications with regards to this matter going to court because Black Leopards could also feel that they would want mm-hmm. to go to court. The top eight will be affected. The MTN eight will definitely be affected. Is the league really going to start on the 4th of August? Guys, this week, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what happened this week. It was a quiet week, then all of a sudden, Chippy United signed 15 players. How did that happen? Keep us back at it. I mean, they've been doing this 
they've done Every it previously season. you know yeah. they've signed a ton of players and they came again of 15 players i mean it, it's a lot you know this is more than a team but yeah. it, it, you know what uh, if you look at the players that they brought in they brought in a lot of experienced players as well you look at dane clayton and uh, tabun tete yes. i mean those are experienced guys in the psl uh, but then if you look at it i mean they already have a lot of players and then they go and buy 15 more players yeah. now they're stuck with a huge squad yes so now now we have to wait and see who they're going to release because you can't tell mm. me that they're going True. into the new exactly. season with so, so many, many players. players and now head coach is sitting there like yeah. who do i choose who do i leave out but rather if we look mm. at the history of chippy united it's like a player overall every season every single season uh but i don't know let's just let's just wait and see on that I'd like to see how Dane Clayt's going to do at Chip. I think it's a good move. Um, Tabon Tete, um, didn't you interview him? Yes. Um, yes. Celine? Yeah, I did. Guys, and that interview is available in this week's edition of Sakladum. It is on sale at the moment in stores. So what did he have to say? He's actually looking forward, you know, to, to playing with Chipper United. I mean, he did uh, mention that uh, he looked at the way that the team played and he was attracted to the way, you know, the, the way the Chili Boys played. So he's actually looking forward to, to being part of the squad and getting game time, which he didn't receive yeah. at Mamelodi Sundown. So he's looking forward to, to playing with the guys. And I think, you know, he also wants to win a few titles with them. And they got Dane Clayt there. So maybe yeah. he'll bring in that good luck that he had at, uh, you know, these previous clubs. So yeah, they are looking, you know, just to do well. And, and now look at the players that they've brought in. The coach needs to really look at uh, which players he's going to, you know, uh, have there in the squad yes. to challenge for those honors. So maybe a promising season for them, but we'll but we'll see what happens, you know, during the course looks of the year. Looks yeah, likely. Yeah, I was about to say that um, the experience of Tabuntiti and Gentlit is Definitely. going to be very, very vital Definitely. in, in, thing, in the yeah. boys squad next season. And um, Sean in midfield. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Anyways, um, Lerato, mm-hmm. Meritzburg signed Keegan Buchanan. Now, this is an interesting one because we saw the Siander Zulu situation, you know, fitting well. Do you think that Keegan Buchanan could be happy at Meritzburg? Do you think that he could mimic the same success as Zulu? Listen, um, Keegan is a very good player. No doubt about that. It's unfortunate that he spent um, most of uh, his time last season at Karachis in the bench but i believe that um he's got quite a lot to offer what a good move by my respect united um the team last season they proved to be um a force to be reckoned with they Indeed. did absolutely well and uh, uh buchanan is he could not have chosen a better team to revive himself i, I mean looking at sianda kulu he made an impact in his yeah. first season with, yeah. with the club, although they didn't win anything, yeah. but uh, the club improved a lot. He was able to improve himself a lot. So, um, Keegan... I think Fadlu Davis mm. is doing a great job there. He's got, there's something about him. He's got this eye for talent there. Eh? Yes, he does. And he's he seeing these guys and he's mm. able to mentor people and bring out the best in them. I'd actually mm. like to see how Meritzburg could improve this season on yeah, last season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that will be, I'll definitely be watching more of their games yeah, this time also, around. And I mean, on that uh, Keegan Buchanan, I mean, from what I heard uh, from the club, that uh, Fadu's quite a big fan of Keegan and that's the main, one of the main reasons, main reasons why they brought him there. So, having him there is going to be very interesting, especially looking at that midfield that they do have already. Exactly. They have such, they have talented, skillful players and for him to come in and to 
you know, just to gel there. It's going to be interesting. And they also, what I heard, that they could be losing one of their players as well. Oh. Uh, one of their star players from last season. So that's also, you know, with Keegan coming in, I think that's also going to help now try and balance the squad a bit. Try to balance. Do you know who the star player might be? Yeah. I was just going to ask that same mm. question. <laughs> How I think it is. Is it who I think it is? Guys, you'll have to stay tuned to the website in case the SIA team breaks that story for you. We're unfortunately not allowed to say anything about it, but it will be on the website. Um, Lerata, tell me about Polokwane City and Leopards' interest in Kingston and Kata. Um, first of all, um, let me just say, if I went Kata, I would go, I would go for, for Leopards. Um, that's where he made a name for himself. He started there. Yeah, he yeah. started there, and that's where Kaiser Chiefs sported him in yeah. in 2012. So going back to to Leopards would be very good for him. Would be very ideal. Yes, he didn't do well at Super Sport United um, the past couple of seasons while he was there. Yeah. But um, even though there might have been a lot of changes uh, within the Dodaluba, um team but um he he won't have issues with adapting yes there might have been changes uh, with the coaches and and stuff like that but he understands the team and age is not on his side so, Agreed, yeah. so yeah and uh, black leopards are back in, 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 the, the PSL. in the psl for the third time so probably yeah. they could use um his experience, experience. in the psl mm-hmm. to remain in the top league to hold on to their top flight status mm-hmm. i agree i think you could be a good holding player for the team in terms of being that older player mm-hmm. um leading the team and so on and i think at the moment is that um the black leopards are a team of so many youngsters and they would they would need a leader they would need an experienced player to guide them on mm-hmm. the field and I think that will be interesting. And somebody who understands their team. So yeah. I feel like both teams, Leopards and uh, both parties actually, and Leopards and Gata need each other. Each other, what yeah, is? definitely. Cool, cool. Guys, that will be all for today. Stay tuned to SL Radio Transfer App, where we'll be giving you all the latest developments on all the latest transfer news. Um, in terms of stay tuned to our website, all the transfer news will be available at www www.sakaladuma.ca.ca and feel free to follow our journalists on Twitter at Lerato underscore Mkondo and at Celine underscore Soccer. And thank you very much for listening. As always, I hope you enjoyed the content. For more of this, catch us next week. For now, it is goodbye from me. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.